Welcome to the Caring Advisor Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Elizabeth Brickman, the Caring Advisor. Would you like to experience financial happiness? As a former finance professional credentialed in biblical finance, I want to help you close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of your finances. On today's episode, we're going to talk about confidence and about some things we can count on that will not get obsolete. I have as my guest a dear friend, Jean Wyland. Welcome, Jean. Thank you, Elizabeth. I'm so glad to be here with you. It's a long time since we've spoken. Right. <laughs> a few minutes. Jean and I are part of the same writers group. We all talk to each other all day long, every day. day. Every day. We we mentor, we push, we refine one another, we sharpen one another's iron. We do everything we can so that the output of our words and our books and articles will bring glory to God and joy and help to one another. And so uh, so I am laughing because uh, it's fun to actually have you officially here. This is a big week for Jean Wyland because what happened Monday? Well, actually, it happened on Tuesday. Was Tuesday the Oh, best? Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember. It's been quite a week. Yes. I know. This week, my very first book, Bible Study, was released with Our Daily Bread Publishing, Embracing Joy, an eight-week transformational Bible study on Habakkuk. Oh, my goodness. It's so thrilling. And we, in your writer's group, have been checking Amazon 20 times a day, trying to see how it's going. And I am so proud that you are ranking number 12 in the category of Profits and books. Um, so let me share with the audience that, first of all, Habakkuk, that's a tongue twister, but Habakkuk is an Old Testament book. It is not commonly written about or studied, but of course, Gene is the brainiac of our group. And when we have a, a scripture question, she is the one we turn to. I was thinking about confidence this morning and recalling that I helped write a book in 1996. I was one of two financial advisors asked by Oppenheimer Funds to help create this book. And it was called, it was really a breakthrough at the time, it was called A Woman's Guide to Investing. And um, I picked it up and I looked at it the other day and I started laughing because nearly everything in that book is obsolete, is outdated, I would I would not even dream of giving that book to anyone nowadays. It's fun to have. It's a fun memory. I'm honored still, but it's no longer relevant. And it occurred to me that so many things are changing and have changed. I saw yesterday that dictionary.com added 566 new words to the dictionary and changed the meaning of a number of other words. And I thought to myself, well, how can we have confidence if everything keeps changing or getting outdated or getting obsolete 
Um, And then I remembered, wait a minute, God's word is timeless. He is the only rock we can safely attach our hopes and dreams to. But then the question comes, how do we study God's word? And I know the person we want to ask that of, and that's you, Jean. How can we study God's word? The first thing, honestly, is just to start reading it. Because once we get started, and I don't care what plan we use or whatever, mm-hmm. I started when I really got serious, when I got frustrated, actually, with where my walk was, where I was not having confidence, mm-hmm. I started mm-hmm. in Genesis and read Revelation. I don't necessarily recommend that way because mm-hmm. that took took me a long <laughs> time to get to the New Testament and then took me a long time to get back to the Old Testament. But when we start just reading it, and as we're reading, look for who God is. That is the first step I would say. Look for who God is. Okay. There there are so many things about the Bible that we can't even begin to understand because just naturally, because we live in this century and it's an ancient book. So Mm. we do, we want to remember that and lay aside our modern mindset. But Mm Because there's so much that we can get confused on because it's an ancient book written in modern times, that's what causes people to give up. They feel like they can't understand it. And Mm. so they get frustrated and then Mm -hmm. they just put it aside or they get caught up in having to read Bible study notes or whatever. If if you're brand new, just start reading with understanding that this is an ancient text. And so we're not mm-hmm. going to tr- not going to interpret it like we interpret things today. Like you said, with the dictionary, mm-hmm. words today don't mean what they meant back then. So That's we can true. read it. We can read a translation of the Bible, read a word, and it, it has a different meaning in our mind today. So we misinterpret it. So we don't want to. We don't want to panic in think, oh, I can't do this. It's too hard. It is not too hard. The Holy Spirit will help us. That's right. And you know what? A lot of people have not gone back to church since COVID, and a a surprising number have not. So we want to make sure we find a way to fill ourselves with God's Word and fill ourselves with His unchanging truth. So let's talk about your book, Embracing Joy. Okay, first of all, wait a minute. I don't know much about Habakkuk, but I do know that that was not a time of joy. They were a mess. How did you possibly extract joy from that book? Tell us. Well, I actually, I didn't (laughs) extract the joy. Habakkuk did. And it's fascinating and it's life-changing how he did it. Because first he comes to God, he's he's actually a bit put out with God because Judah is, as you said, such a mess. And he doesn't understand why God hasn't done something about it. So God says, oh, I'm doing something. You won't even believe it. <laughs> it's, and it's the what you were referring to, the everything. I mean, it, it goes from bad to worse. It gets really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And so he, understandably, now he's just like his knees are about to give out with panic 
So he did he did what we all need to do, which is he immediately turned to, okay, let me just focus my mind on who you are, God. I'm going to remind myself mm. who you are. You're unchanging. You are timeless. You never are obsolete. You are eternal, everlasting, holy. I, why should I fear when you mm. are the one in control? And you know, fear is something that consumes us, whether we admit it or not, whether it shows on our face or not, whether we try to conceal it. It is something that is a pervasive threat. The enemy wants us to fear. How do you think people process their fear? And and how did Habakkuk process his? I think fear is growing in our world. And I mean, it's been around since the beginning, from the beginning, but it's growing. And I think the Christian community is feeling more and more overwhelmed by it and ashamed of it, that they feel Ah. like as a, as a Christian, I should not fear what is wrong with me as a Christian, that I'm afraid. What am I doing wrong? Mm -hmm. And and honestly, Elizabeth, that is what drove me to God's Word, because I did read my Bible. I went to church, but I mm-hmm. fear controlled me in ways that I knew it shouldn't. Oh. And when I didn't get my way, when, when I had my expectations just ripped out from under me, I fell apart, and I, I, just, I couldn't live that way anymore. I couldn't imagine that... This was what Christianity was supposed to be. And so it drove me to God's word. And I said, okay, I'm done with the rules. I'm done with what I need to know about being a better Christian. I just need Mm -hmm. you. I need to know who you are. And that was what changed my whole mindset. And this is what Habakkuk did changing our mindset about who's in control because we know that Satan is real. We know that evil is everywhere we look. It's everywhere. And our loved ones, when we think about the impact it has on our loved ones, it can send us into pure panic. So we have to. Everyone who has a child or a grandchild, um, you know, we have a Bible study we go to uh, on Wednesday nights. And the one theme around the whole group every week is we're all praying like crazy for our grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that that feeling of fear that the the evil in the world can harm them spiritually or in any other way. And right. of course, um, uh, what we work on here at the Caring Advisor is helping people make the most of their lives. But mm-hmm. if we're gripped with fear and we're paralyzed with fear and confusion, and that ping pong effect of starts with fear, then it goes to shame. You mentioned before, then it goes to confusion. Um, If we can just stop that momentum of Mm -hmm. fear, and the way we do that is by looking to the Lord. Tell us what our readers, we know the book is flying, literally flying off the shelf, and it's Mm -hmm. not even been out very long. Um, What will a reader expect? Let's pretend that one of our listeners wants to pick up the book, 
but they've, they're not familiar with what a Bible study like this is like. So it's just eight weeks. Is mm-hmm. it five days a week? Yes, it's five days a week. And you will literally go through every single verse of Habakkuk. You'll go through it wow. yourself. I'm going to lead and guide you every step. But you're going to, I've got a, a box. Each lesson has a box where that has the verse where you can write your notes about the verse of what truths God reveals about himself and about others, anybody else in the passage. And the -hmm. thing about what God did with Habakkuk is he walked him through history and he reminded him of what God has done. So we are going to, we'll study every verse in Habakkuk. It's only three chapters. So it's not, Mm -hmm. you know, not overwhelming, uh, not an overwhelming task. But what, what I love about it is as we're going through each verse in Habakkuk, we're going to look at the passages in the in the Old Testament that God pointed Habakkuk to. Do you remember this? He, he you know, he's reminding him of when I did this, when I did that. As we study what he did in the past, mm-hmm. our confidence in who he is today takes off. And we, we realize whatever is out there mm-hmm. that we have every reason to be afraid of, like they had every reason to be afraid of a Babylon. They were coming in to destroy the city. It's not that we don't have things to be afraid of. It's just that we begin to understand more and more that the God who is our God, who is Habakkuk's God, who is our God, is truly in control. And we do not have to fear. We can trust him even when everything is gone. I never thought that I could get so happy and excited about an Old Testament book, but you make it so much fun. And, you know, um, I love interior design, and people probably don't know that books have interior designers who work on making the book look beautiful. And one thing about your book, it's gorgeous on the inside. It's got two colors. There's a lot of space, a lot of air, room to write my notes. It's it's really one of the most beautiful interiors that I have seen on a book in as long as I can remember. It's It's just a wonderful book. And we're going to put a link to the book at the bottom, Embracing Joy by Jean Wyland. Jean, Uh, We have time for just another comment. Is there one more thing you want to share? Every answer to every need we have is found in Christ, but we will never truly know him. We'll never truly know and love the God of the word apart from the word of God. There is no other way. We can see him in creation. I can I can learn about him through talking with you, Elizabeth, the things that you share, what you're learning about God through church. But there is no other way that God has chosen to reveal himself to us today than through his word. It is the greatest mm-hmm. adventure and greatest joy of every Christian's life. Well, on that note... I don't know how we could top that. I have goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Um, God's Word is a joy, mm-hmm. and you don't have to mm-hmm. dive in deeply and read 
20 pages a day. You can read a few verses and just meditate on that. And his word will change you. It penetrates deep where soul and marrow meet. And it, uh, it will have a transformative effect. And this Bible study, Habakkuk, is really going to be life-changing for many of us. So if you all want to embrace some joy, let's embrace that book, Embracing Joy, by my friend Jean Weiland. Jean, it was an honor having you. We love you, and thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for inviting me. This was fun. Thank you. Bye for now. Let's continue our conversation. Subscribe and be notified when the next episode airs. And if this has helped you find financial happiness, please share it. Let's close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of our finances. Come visit me at elizabethbrickman.com, where subscribers receive additional content. And thanks to my co-producer and audio engineer, Tyler Harrison.